Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Yo, first and foremost, today is a historic day. It's December 18th. What's historic about today? Donald motherfucking Trump is getting impeached. Oh, shit. See, listen, I done muted everything. I don't even know what that nigga doing. They gonna vote today. See, now I'm gonna have to cut that shit (laughs) (laughs) out. You out here wild. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Fuck Trump. And that nigga got on Twitter this morning and said, okay, I want y'all to pray. Hey, man, pray? <laughs> pray? Like, sorry, sir. I'm rooting for the devil in this one. <laughs> sorry to this man. <laughs> Yo, fuck that nigga. Okay, 100%. A uh, uh, bitch nigga is getting impeached today. It's- okay, so now what? um so the formal impeachment means that a trial will then happen in the senate Mm -hmm. nobody has ever been removed from office so he probably won't be but the stain that will be on his legacy will be there for forever yes it will he will be one of three people and already unlikable so it's just a hell of a fucking uh, experience. Can't wait to see this in history books. Now, if they don't put Obama in history books, but they put this shit in history books. I mean, they, they got to put Obama in history books. I'm going to be mad. But yeah. So. Hell yeah. So that's a good note. It is. In a crazy week. Yes, it is. Um, Toxic femininity. <laughs> mm. Fuck these bitches. Honestly. <laughs> Literally. All of them. All of you guys are giving me a bad name. Just kidding. Not all of y'all, but it's, it's a, a lot of y'all hoes out here. Y'all, y'all doing the devil's work. Y'all, I I can't get with a lot of shit that y'all doing out oh. here. Out here hoeing for cheeseburgers. <laughs> I don't like it. Wasting people's time for free meal. We didn't talked about this before. Hold. <laughs> make your ass a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before you make these plans with these niggas that you not interested in just for a free motherfucking meal. Yo, like sis, get some wrong. Do something. Do something. Jeez. Um, I, ugh, that is just like the most ghetto shit. That is, it's just trashy. It's just, it's. I hate it. I don't like it. I wish that there was a word that no, I could really that. express my emotion for it, but I just don't like it. <laughs> it's just I don't like it. I have never. And see, that's what lets me know that I'm just a different type of bitch because I just can't, like, if I'm not interested in you, I'm not trying to send mixed signals for anything. I don't even care if it's for money. I'm not doing it. I I don't know. Because that shit could be a headache. Yeah, I don't need stress. You don't want anybody to be caught up on you when you're not interested in them. So why even, like, open that door? It's because they don't give a fuck, bro. 
that shit is wild to me. And what I hate is like instead of like with this particular situation, instead of her saying in the message like, "Hey, you know, I, it's cool if we hang out or whatever," but I just I want you to know that I just want to be friends right now. Is that what she said? Hell no. Of course it ain't. That's like that's what I don't understand. It. That's what I did. Like, yeah, we could kick it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't mind kicking it with you, but you know, don't expect anything right now like right. i'm kind of interested in somebody like but we can definitely kick it and we did and it was fun and you know what i'm saying nobody got hurt nobody's feelings were hurt it's right. that easy but you have to have a certain <laughs> level of care to do that and you I, also have to know how to fucking communicate i think so many people are afraid of just like communicating yeah. like man there's some fucked up people out here like that's what i'm realizing and I can't be one of them fucked up. Like, I was talking cash shit last week. It's just because of... <laughs> you was in your feelings. I was in my fucking feelings. Okay. I was like, this ain't the juice I know. What the fuck is going on? And then, like, I was like, man. Like, after like after all that shit, like, everything fell through. I was like, it's because I'm out here living foul. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other way around it. So, like, Monday when I was just chilling by myself all day, I was just like... I'm out here living foul. Mm. God don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. And I was being ugly. Yeah, on purpose too. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. Hey, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> and that shit backfired on me like a motherfucker. So I'm sorry. Okay, well, welcome back, uh, old juice. I'm glad you're back. Man, that shit. That should be rough, bro. <laughs> R.I.P. to the potential fuckboy juice. Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> I was I was possessed by future. <laughs> Yo. Future had got down in your spirit. See, that's what happened when you listen to that devil music. <laughs> Familiar spirits. Yo, that nigga future out here wild and still. Still. He's never gonna not be wild as fuck out here in these streets. That nigga's wild as fuck. Why would he why would he not? It works for him. Everybody is letting him get away with it. Yeah. Did you see where his baby mamas all took a took DNA test on their babies to prove that they were siblings? Wow. No. <laughs> wow. That is some womanhood. The, the ghetto. <laughs> United front on a different level. Hey, these ladies get into formation and I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but. Yo, that's some ghetto ass shit, though. Like niggas do not be needing a uh, paternity test. They be knowing. You know who your kids are. You know. You know. Yeah. Like you know if you like you raw doctor. Like you know. Bruh, speaking of that, have you been seeing the Lyra and Yes, P. Yeah. Yes. Pro. Alright, so they have I honestly didn't know whose baby that was because she was engaged to Rick Ross for so long. Mm-hmm. And then she never really like, she never posted P. They, I think maybe maybe a couple times because he had that he had Lyra pregnant. He had what's her name pregnant <clears throat> at the same time. Yeah, Ooh. it's another IG model. But um, yeah, he had them both pregnant at the same time. That's why I only knew that it was P. Mm. And so they're going through the custody stuff, and then she's suing him for fifteen million. I didn't and, know she was going through all that. And then, yeah, like he unleashed the receipts and 
Shorty out here wow. Oh, he unleashed receipts. Yeah. You didn't see where he uh Mm-mm. see, so I saw it on Snapchat because I follow her on Snapchat. And then like immediately after her story, you know, Snapchat has commercials now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> immediately after her story had ended, it um popped up the article popped up about their abusive relationship, but it was only it was pretty one-sided. It was about all the stuff that he used to do to her, like physically and like um, how, you know, he was really controlling and toxic and he bought her a, a vehicle, but then like took it back and put it in his name. And yeah, but it never really said anything about so, her side. So apparently <clears throat> after she put all that stuff out, he put out uh, text messages of like her going off saying she's gonna have abortion like when she was pregnant or whatever and he was like that bitch that's your fifth abortion it's like wait wow whoa whoa and then she was apparently still using cocaine when she was pregnant oh and like wow yeah that shit was wild and it's like man definitely (laughs) did not would not even suspect that she would be a coke user hey man that booger sugar is uh unilateral that just reminds me of that meme like literally everybody is on coke (laughs) yep (laughs) everybody everybody but damn and the older you get the more you're like yeah i can see it i wouldn't have thought that with her but i almost assumed that every famous person does cocaine yeah i mean especially also since she has like a stripper background yeah that goes hand in hand with the party life party life party drugs but damn i didn't realize Ooh, wow and then the baby looks just like him the baby has his nose uh-huh. like all day yeah and he got a black ass nose. <laughs> he got a nigga nose he's got very african <laughs> features <laughs> he got a nigga nose all day she's adorable though she's she is. so cute um yeah man this shit is crazy like the last couple of days have made me realize just how fucked up everybody is. Yes. For no fucking reason. Are we as fucked up as everybody else? Probably, huh? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like I had every emotion on Monday and if I didn't have two days off, I think it's cause I hadn't had two days off. Mm. Besides like at Disney, which we were out doing shit. So, I had time to process shit. And then sun came up next morning. I listened to uh, Love is in the Need Today by Stevie. And hmm. I was good. Hmm. And I had the dopest jam session ever. I listened to every fucking thing. I I've won- been listening to Snow Allegra a lot. She's been my like feel good music. I forget the name of this one song, but I play that shit over and over. Um, That whole, yeah, that whole album bangs. Like, in the morning, I was listening to Nipsey. I was riding around listening to Nipsey. Let me see what song it is. And then I was listening to... uh, Oh, did you see um, Blueface and... uh, Was on somebody's podcast or radio talking about, like, how Nipsey wasn't really a legend until he died. It was a WAC 100. WAC 100, yeah, because apparently, like... (laughs) I didn't even know, but apparently they he had come to blows with um, Nipsey's bodyguard or yeah. something. Nipsey's at, uh, body, 
after WAC, uh, WAC 100. What's that festival? That, is it Rolling Loud? Rolling Loud. After he, uh, at WAC, after WAC 100 had came out and said that Nipsey wasn't a real legend and ran through all that stuff, yeah. Nipsey's bodyguard righteously put hands on him. And there is no video of it, but everybody says it happens, which lets me know that that's some, some shit that we're not privy to. Mm-hmm. That is some real OG shit mm-hmm. that they keeping in the, like, under wraps. Oh, I want you around. That's the name yeah, of the song. Oh. That's that's my favorite song. I love that fucking song. I was listening to that. I was listening to uh yo Katrinata. Katrinata, I can never say it. The, his album is fucking dope as fuck. And I've been listening to that nonstop. Katrinata definitely has like bomb ass shit. That the one that came out Friday. It's dope as fuck. Like I have not stopped listening, and I have to listen to it all the way through. It's that dope, though. Mm. All the features are dope. He has Estelle on there, sounding amazing. He has Tanache. Uh, he's got Mick Jenkins. Damn, I ain't heard from Estelle in a while. I know, and I love Estelle. Me too. Like I've always loved her music. Me too. Um, I haven't listened to Anderson Pack's uh band, the National. The Free Nationals album yet. Everybody says it's good. I just haven't gotten around to it. But yeah, I was listening to everything. I had a, a dope Ray Charles session. Mm. <laughs> then I had a Metallica session. And I was out here ready to run through a fucking wall. <laughs> you, I recorded the rant I went on. Oh, about a certain person hmm. <laughs> and that shit was wild as fuck was it the girl that you were supposed to damn bruh man fuck these hoes <laughs> <laughs> fuck these motherfucking and hoes hoes is uh non-binary <laughs> very true <laughs> it's an equal opportunity podcast uh, hoes is everywhere anybody can get these hoe hands but man <clears throat> all right so what I text you and we're talking about that situation and the other situation and we started talking about how uh, when I floated a theory out there of uh, what's possibly going on with us, my theory for everybody who didn't read the text message <laughs> is that I waited around too long so now I just have people's leftovers. <laughs> That see the reason why that didn't curl around for me is because essentially everybody is everybody's leftovers. Yeah, but it's, somebody is somebody's ex. Yeah, but this is true. But just the level of quality that like I turned down at a younger age, I didn't know it was. I was so stupid. I was like, it's just gonna last forever. No, it doesn't. You might want to maximize on, on your uh, education major. You're literally one of three guys in each of your classes. Maybe all these beautiful women that you're studying with, maybe you should try to, you know, date or marry them instead of doing hood rat shit with your friends. But everybody was doing hood rat shit with their friends. But everybody was. Some people were caking up and I was like, oh, you fucking pussy. <laughs> caking back then was was considered doing hood rat shit with your friends, depending on what what you was doing when you was caking. Some people was just out here fucking. <laughs> but they called it caking. Yeah, Some people just out here being players, but they called it caking. 
but at least was an investment in another human reaction. <laughs> I was out here just fucking getting drunk and high as shit so I could listen to dope ass music, which is literally the same shit I'm doing at 31. <laughs> With no hoes. One of my friends at Gremlin used to always joke and somebody be like, he ain't got no hoes. He ain't got no women. <laughs> Meanwhile, 31, he ain't got no hoes. <laughs> I ain't never had hoes. I find that hard to believe. You had to have a stable. Never. <laughs> had a nice rotation. Never. Because I a, just couldn't, I could never, I don't know. I can't. In my two weeks of toxicity, like, <laughs> <laughs> bruh, talking to multiple people at the same time is exhausting. That's why I can't do it with more than one person. Like, that's also when I realized I could really be out here. I just don't feel like it. (laughs) I'm tired. Yeah, no. I think that's why, like, after I've invested in one person, I'd be like, okay, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Because I can't keep investing like this if nothing's happening. But also at the same time, again, none of us know what the fuck is happening. (laughs) Ever. Ever. And it becomes more and more obvious. But I mean, shit, man. I don't know. I'm level headed again. I'm thinking logically. <laughs> I like, bruh. And the other thing is, all my friends that are like married and stuff are the only ones that everybody yet for don't ever get married. Don't have fucking kids. I hate that. That should be funny as well. Like, hold on, my mom's calling me. <laughs> that was cute i know i didn't record any of it yeah your mom and my mom are the same fucking person <laughs> like that shit is wild to they me. always be talking about how they don't see me but that's because we're literally on opposite work schedules like when they in the bed is when i'm at work yeah. getting off work and then i get home they be already asleep they get up and go to work while i'm asleep that's how it was right before i moved out when i was on third shift like mm-hmm. permanent that shit was wild but i also be trying not to be at home though too just because i'm old as fuck and i just feel like you yeah know, i don't know like just, before i moved here when chance was alive i used to just be over here on time yeah like, cause it's, I just feel like I need to be out the way. Right. Know. And then they be missing me. Right. <laughs> but we, when I be there, like, niggas be in their own rooms. <laughs> what this nigga do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, my mom called me at work a couple of days ago with the same, it was almost the exact same conversation. <laughs> and she's like, me and your dad hadn't seen me. <laughs> So I went over there yesterday and I hung out with them and my sister. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like ready for at least one off day for the holidays so we can just all chill and be lazy at the house together. Speaking of holidays. <laughs> <laughs> um, ESPN. I know. Soccer matches. Um. We're closing in on Christmas, and yes, we are. It's fastly approaching, and 
very well, vastly. Look out for your friends during this time also. They're yeah. going through tough times. This is true. Um, we've all been there, so look out for everybody else. Mm. Um, I, don't need, I don't even know how to transition to this. So, as far as gift giving, <laughs> what is... Uh, what's your favorite gift ever for Christmas? Fragrance. Which fragrance? Uh, to give or that I've received? That you've received. Um, somebody got me flower bomb oil fragrances. Like, a flower bomb is pretty bougie, if you didn't know. It's by Victor and Rolf. Um, (laughs) They have a couple of different versions of flower bomb, but they have, um, they have oils that are basically like some of the essential notes that are collectively in the fragrance. So if you want to pull out like more of the vanilla, you use the vanilla oil with the fragrance. If you want to pull out more of the jasmine, you use the jasmine. If you want to pull out more of the rose, you use the rose oil. So um, actually got me this cute little um, crystal like dropper thing for me to put my oils in. That is dope. I know. And it's just on my dresser and it's all cute in my little fragrance tray. So, yeah. But I love anything that has to do with fragrance, like candles, car fresheners, body shower, gel, creams, all that shit. I am not really a big fan of gifts. I appreciate any gift I get, but it's never like, I'm never like, yo. Gift giving is not your love language. It's not. It's actually the lowest on my list. Mine too. But I, I, I'm good at it though. I'm pretty good at it too. Especially like, I try to be, yeah. I'm generous. I'm a generous person. I just feel weird when I get gifts sometimes. But, um, yeah, my highest love language is quality time and words of affirmation. Mine's physical touch and quality time. Yeah. Um, I think words of affirmation has changed for me because when I was younger, I don't think that was as high up on the list as it is now. But hey. I think but, mine used to be words of affirmation, especially as a kid, like from my parents. Like, <laughs> if they would go to a band concert. And like afterwards, if they didn't say how good we did, I would be like so upset. Like, I fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, gift giving is my lowest. But uh, the best gift, I always love just getting records. Any record, usually. Mm. Um, my brother got me Watch the Throne last year, and that shit was dope as fuck. Yeah. Um. See, I don't have a personal record player. We have one, like as a family. Well, we have a Crosley. We used to have like an old school, like setup. Yeah, like, I w- I want one. It's suit, just... like briefcase looking thing that you pop open, but it broke. <clears throat> I um, when I really get on my shit, I'm gonna get a real dope setup. But I'm still out here living like a college student. Yeah, music yeah. is definitely a good gift too. You know what? Another good gift is. I saw I I was looking for pro black gifts randomly, <laughs> and I went to a, a website called "It's a Black Thing," and not as dirty as you would think. Typing that in Google, uh, oh my goodness! So when I went to "It's a Black Thing," they had board games, and one of the board games 
is being a black man in America, mm. the game. Mm. And I just want to, you know, read some of this out. So, like, if y'all are looking for a gift for your woke uh, friend or something, you can uh, go to this. Let's see. I'm trying to. Where is it? This is gonna be so stupid. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. And also, they have several other uh, black games like Hero Decks, Black America's Playing Cards. Obama is the Ace, of course. Hmm. Uh, A Faith and Fashion coloring book. Not Faith and Fashion. And uh, the African American board game. But the game we're going to look at is Life as a Black Man. (laughs) The game. Okay. Tired of playing those same old boring board games? Where the folks at Underground Games, Inc., a black-owned game company, have come up with the most fun and interesting board game concept ever to hit the market. Life as a Black Man. The game. (laughs) is the first and only board game to depict life from the perspective of my minority. This is the ultimate party game for the next generation. Nah, fam. <laughs> You're an 18-year-old African-American high school graduate, male or female, entering society. Where will you begin the game? Hollywood, the university, military, or the neighborhood? Well, that's determined by the roll of the die, which... When we're born, we can't decide our socioeconomic status. What type of person or shall I say character type will you have? Creative, intellectual, or athletic? This is your special talent. What are you going to do with it? Do you know good from evil? Will it be church or crime? (laughs) Crime equals police and prison. Do you have enough money for the dream team attorney? If not, the public defender is free of charge, but not very much help. What kind of car will you drive? A SUV? A used car? A bucket? <laughs> or are you riding the bus? Remember, you need to get some form of transportation to get around in downtown. There's plenty of action in the cards, 360 and all. And it only takes 15 to 45 minutes to complete an entire game. There's only one goal in life as Life as a black man in the game, and that's freedom. Oh, God. (laughs) No more going around in endless circles. And then later, uh, where is it? I sent you. What's the the thing I sent you? Uh, Oh, they said it's only one way to win the game. Survive. Bruh, first of all. Being black is not a game that anybody wants to play no. if it don't have nothing to do with like trendy shit. No. Don't nobody want to just sign up to be black? Who? Like imagine <laughs> if we were like at a party be like, hey guys, gather <laughs> around. We're gonna play life as a black man, the most depressing game I've ever heard in my life. Do you know how much like trauma that could actually <laughs> trigger? Like what? <laughs> 
but also we need to get this game. <laughs> I know, oh, bro. It's, Just to see, <laughs> it's sold out right now. <laughs> oh, but, but I am definitely gonna get that game. All of the hotels went crazy. Yep, it's like I know exactly what I'm getting, my friends, for my ho ho tetanus. <laughs> like, I wonder how many white people know about this game. <laughs> Any white people to hear about this game for the first time, <laughs> please let us know if you play it on attending our uh, life as a black man uh, party. Because that shit is going to be wild as fuck. Bruh. Who? I don't like, that just don't even sound like anything anybody would voluntarily sign up for to play at a party, especially. Each card has a specific detail and relating to the space when an action. For example, a player may pull a life card that reads, your brother moves in with you, pay $1,000. The player would then have to either pay the $1,000 or go in debt, which may result in a trip to the neighborhood. Uh, corporate America, church, and prison are other districts in this game that offer types of challenges that we face in every day. There are paydays on the board, which allow the player to receive a salary if they have a career, pay child expenses, or even rent. Players may purchase and sell cars for use downtown, get married, have kids, and even get divorced. Every facet of everyday life is incorporated in this game, including lawyers and debt. The first player to reach the space, freedom, <laughs> wins the game. It shit keeps getting worse and worse. It doesn't even sound like anything strategic. It sounds like you just—it's luck of the draw. Yeah, it sounds like life, the shittier version. You rolling dice and just seeing where you end up and hoping that you get to this square called freedom. And it ain't got none of the dope shit about being black. Like it ain't got cookouts and. So what if you rack up all this debt on the way, but then you reach the freedom square? That's it. Like, it don't matter how much debt you have. The only way to survive is to to survive, Kim. Do you have, like, (laughs) options on how to get rid of some of the debt that you've racked up on the way to this freedom square? Or is it just like... See, this is why bougie niggas can't play this game. (laughs) Like... Did you start a business and you were able to pay some shit off? What happened? Did you get a settlement from some shit? Like, you just happened to land in this square called Freedom and now all your worries are gone? I think Freedom is heaven. And then also, yeah, just because you landed on Freedom, does that mean that you actually survived? It's the struggle. Man, I have to play this game. Because death would also be Freedom. Six hours. I hate niggas. <laughs> I fucking hate niggas. <laughs> niggas give me heebie-jeebies. <laughs> Yo, that shit, man. People be, people be so deep in their minds and their in their blackness. They be so. It's, it's almost fake. So woke that they need a nap. Like, just calm down. Like, that's so deep that it's fake. It's so fake. Just put the koofy down, sir. Just be black. Like, <laughs> is that not enough? Why you got to be super black? <laughs> like, you know, I got to rack this blackness up a little bit. It was like, 
it's just like other people be like, yeah, don't uh, shop on Black Friday because that's when they used to sell slaves at a discount. I'd be like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Why would you sell slaves at a discount? <laughs> I remember Jill Scott was uh, floating that meme around like, ma'am, no, no, ma'am. Speaking of memes, all the Hotep memes on Twitter are my favorite things. I've been collecting them like Pokemon. Like the one with Baby Yoda with the uh, Koofy oh, and the Ankh on. The Baby Yodas are so hilarious. Like, <laughs> one of them was like, uh, Mary King you will or Bedwin you will be. <laughs> <laughs> The baby Yodas are so cute. I love them. Dude, like, it's, they're so flexible. You could do it with anything. Like, the one where they had, uh, they put, like, uh, black girl buns on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, niggas. <laughs> and they put a bonnet on it. Like, it's just like, <laughs> they should have never gave you niggas the internet. The internet is undefeated <laughs> at all times, forever and always. Um, speaking of hotels, we we also decided we were going to talk about some of the top hotels in uh pop culture history. Hmm. Yes, we did. So. Uh, number mm. one I went with is Huey from the Boondocks. Okay, facts. Because Huey is the stereotypical hotel. Well, no, not necessarily. He's a, a version of the stereotypical hotel. Facts. He's the intellectual hotel that probably actually has read books. It's just, and just lives in his wokeness. Who's a hotel that's just like hotel by association? They don't really. Hotel know. adjacent? Right. <clears throat> um, let me see my list. You could make an argument that Kyle Barker from In Living Color, <laughs> I mean Living Single, is the hotel adjacent. You could also make an argument that everybody in that show is a hotel. Yeah, man. Like literally, now that we think about it. Almost all of the black shows in the nineties were were hotep as fuck. Moesha. Yeah. Uh the Parkers. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince for sure. Martin. I don't all right, like this is what I was thinking. Where is like we do use Hotep as a slur, like jokingly, but there's uh Difference, different level is levels to this shit. <laughs> True, <laughs> like, like to me, like the nineties, that was like that Afrocentric era is like more like in line with like Pan Africanism, which, oh, when you OD on it is hotepish, but it's not as necessarily as uh, misogynistic as modern hotep culture. Mm. Is more so based on embracing blackness mm-hmm. and that being a unifying thing. Mm-hmm. These niggas <laughs> now is out here wilding. Niggas nowadays have just, they've done the whole black man game thing. They have yeah. gone too far. They've, they've pushed it way deeper 
then it should ever be pushed. Right. Like they have made it this whole like scientific movement. And right. it just it ain't no science behind it. No. It's all cultural. <laughs> it's just pride. Yeah. It's just pride in your culture. It's not none of this deep extra And you know, the other thing is like they're basing their blackness on ideals that they found on YouTube and Twitter. Whereas I have a certain level of respect. Like if you like in college I studied critical race theory. Mm-hmm. That's different than just being like, yo, I'm just watching these conspiracy theories. Like, you're learning how race and racism work and how white supremacy actually works. So, like, I actually know my shit. I'm not just one of these, like, niggas out here just saying wild ass shit. Mm-hmm. So, I can respect, like, that's where my level of hotepish comes from. <laughs> so, I can respect hoteps like me. But you other niggas, I look down <laughs> on. <laughs> this whole like the the king and queen shit yeah. is when it became too extra for me. Like I understand, so like the old school hotels is more like my brother, my sister, right? But the king and queen shit and like I don't know. The other thing about that is they always try to tie us back to Egypt. Yeah, and the reason they do that, like I talked to somebody on Twitter about this because they had tweeted about after uh miss universe was from south africa mm-hmm. all these hotels start talking about oh look at this goddess like because she has black features she has short hair and she's gorgeous but like niggas took it too far and they started putting pictures of her up next to uh, cleopatra and had well, i can never say it nefertiti had supra oh yeah yeah, I, don't ask me to say it either. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you are doing the knowledge, then you will understand these Afro-Asiatic problematic things. <laughs> do you understand or, or do, do you, you understand? <laughs> do you understand or do you overstand? And if you overstand, do you understand? Do you see the bigger picture, my sister? <laughs> Queen, do you see the bigger picture? <laughs> but... Um, yeah, <laughs> they always center shit around like Egypt and it, like for a while I'll be like, why the fuck do they always center shit around Egypt? And it dawned on me that it's because they have no true knowledge of Western or Central Africa and their only reference for history is the Bible. So they have to tie African traditions to Egypt because that's the only shit they know about Africa. True. And then they also have to put their self within is uh, Hebrew narrative Ugh. because that shit. Just hearing that word just makes me fucking cringe. I know. <laughs> it's like, bro. And then it's different levels to the black Hebrew shit because them niggas that shot those police in uh, New Jersey, I think, a couple weeks ago, they were black Hebrew Israelites. And then somebody was tweeting, they were like, man, white America about to find out about the worst niggas amongst us. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we fucking go. <laughs> Hotep's ruining it for us. And then, like, all the higher up, uh, higher spectrum hotels were like, man, these niggas is out here ruining this shit. <laughs> but, like, when I say hotel, I guess I say, like, this is the definition I wrote. 
someone who claims to be enlightened and only seems to celebrate the toxic elements of masculinity, sexuality, religion, and culture, uninformed and tries to place the black experience and cultures that only re- they only read about in the Bible or their limited knowledge. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's literally mm. it. that's literally it, and it's such a flex too. Like I feel like there is no unseen or unheard hotel. <laughs> the loudest amongst us <laughs> like I understand it's about like pride in your culture but some of y'all be too loud and then be like <laughs> not, just loud and wrong. wrong strong and wrong strong and wrong and then like always are trying to downplay like other like I made a mistake and I watched Umar Johnson on Breakfast Club yeah <laughs> that is the boss hotel. Yeah. Like when you get past all these other hotels, you gotta fight that nigga. Yes. He was saying some of the dumbest shit I've <clears throat> ever heard. And like every true psychopath, he he put a little bit of truth in some stuff so people would be like, he's not completely wrong. Right. But he's about ninety nine point nine percent wrong. That's another thing too about um hotepetry <laughs> is like I feel like there's so many of them that just want you to believe what they believe and how they believe like instead of instead of just trying to encourage people to embrace who they are within their culture or specifically within the black community they want you to be on the same shit that they're on right. all if, the time. And if you're not, you're a tool of the white devil. Yeah. Like, if like, you're not, then you've been too indoctrinated and, and all this other bullshit. And I'm just like, no, nah, fam. It just ain't. That ain't it. Like, I told you that one time about the dude at work that was like, did you know that you're a black Israelite? I was like, here we go. <laughs> I was like, no, actually, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, sir. And then they get offended when you do that shit. And I and I had the whole conversation about it. I said, you believe that it's true. Like, you think it's true because you believe in that. But can you back that up? Can you back that up right now? No, no you can't. Also, I, I wrote down one of Umar Johnson's uh, quotes that he said. And I was like, this is this might replace, do you understand or do you overstand? Oh, God. Are you biologically African? And are you psychologically African? Oh, God. <laughs> And I was like, that shit is dope as fuck because that's insane. Nigga. <laughs> psychologically African? Are we Rachel Dolezaling now? <laughs> the fuck does psychologically African mean? He was talking about, because um, they were like, so Kamala dropped out, which you have ever voted for her. And of course, this nigga. She's married to a white man, so I would never vote for her. Because <sighs> she's doing, uh, if you don't trust a, a black man enough, to marry some shit. If you don't trust black people enough to marry them, then I can't trust anything you say and all this other ignorant ass fucking shit. And then uh, he started talking about Clarence Thomas and all these other people and how they don't have real black agendas and all this shit. But then when they got time, when they started talking about Jay-Z, he was like, no, I think people panicked a little bit too much with Brother Jay uh, about how he handled the NFL. You have to let certain people get in certain rooms and do certain things. But like, nigga, you just said all these other people. It's so contradictory. It doesn't make any sense. That's just, that's another example. They just want you to believe in the ways that they believe. And that's it. Right. They're just trying to make 
their talking points make sense. They don't care about nothing else. And then this nigga has been raising funds for a school that ain't been built. So what the money? What the money doing? <laughs> he said he bought the building, but they haven't finished it. Man, I'll fuck that. I, I know a con. It. I know a con man when I see one. It be your own people. Yeah. <laughs> Is he uh, psychologically African? <laughs> it be your own people. Yeah, bro. That's why I just can't. Like, that's right, man. I'm a pl- I'm a proud black woman, but I ain't no hotel. I ain't no super hotel. No. Plus, I'm not a conspiracy theorist person. Yeah. No, me neither. So I'm. And then I, I did read a thing where they said, if you believe, like, one conspiracy theory, you're more likely to believe every conspiracy theory. Yeah. And that makes sense. And that is honestly, that could be psychologically damaging. Yeah, because you're you're questioning things. Everything. That, yeah, you're questioning things that we all are experiencing. And you're questioning things that don't really have any backup. <laughs> no. So why are you even wasting your time questioning shit? And you're never finding an answer. You're doing all, you're right. Like you're following all of these things that are just hypotheses, basically. Nothing has been proven. But you just out here lost in the world. It's just so stupid. It's so stupid. I don't get it. It's. <laughs> I wonder what drives people to get to that level. I think as far as in the black experience it is because we have been fed misinformation mm-hmm. a lot so when you start unlearning that information you can either do two things you can either go od with it or you can see each case for what it is mm-hmm. like when i was younger i mean i always like read a lot of stuff so i knew the shit we were learning in history class was bullshit and I would let it be known, be like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. But some people don't understand that, and they don't learn that until they get to be adults. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this uh, research on their own, and they're not having somebody to check it. Like, in college, us having all these people, we would have to debate our ideas. And, like, I was good at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, it was tons of, like, hoteps and other uh, hotep adjacents that would be in there. And we'll break down the truth and shit and then the not truth and shit. And we all sharpen each other's swords. Yeah. People don't do that. People look for confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. It's just like on Google, me and you can type in the same thing and come up with two different answers based on our algorithm. True. And that's Google is destroying a lot of shit because of that because you can't find objective truths without jumping through hoops to do it damn that was a word that was a fucking word (laughs) i'm dope as fuck (laughs) but yeah i i uh i don't know (laughs) um yeah i don't think we have any super hotels in our family that I can think of. Everybody has a super hotel in their family. It's just that they don't. Uh, what is it? I can't remember what it's called. Like uh, in uh, in the alt right, like the super racist, they have a thing where they say that they don't reveal their power level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they wouldn't just say outright racist things. They would say offhand things that let you know that they're like maybe. 
True, true. I mean, we've said it before. All of us have a certain level. Yep. You know, there's a percentage in all of us. But it's just like in uh, last week, in the part with my brother, where he was like, I ain't trying to say uh, the government, but the man. <laughs> <laughs> Like this nigga getting his hotel back <laughs> <laughs> on some jive turkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Congrats to your bro in their new house. Moving on up. That's dope. They in Texas now. Yep. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> we always keep joking on them with that uh, SpongeBob thing, like dumb old Texas. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're gonna have to make a summer trip. Yep. Texas be lit in the summertime from oh, yeah. out here. Yeah. Like it's gonna be dope shit. I'm proud of them. Um, proud of my sister. Everybody, yeah. I just gotta get my shit together. All y'all are out here. All the woods children have established themselves. I bet your parents are proud. They are very proud. It's almost like weird. Like these <laughs> niggas, it's not the niggas I grew up with. That's what me and my sister were talking about. Like, who are these niggas? Like, my uh, my dad just started buying all this Christmas like ornaments and stuff oh he happy for the kids and then like they're all living with my parents so my mom like i was at my parents house when everybody got home and my mom walked in she's like i gotta get the elves ready like what the fuck is she talking about (laughs) the elf on the shelf she had to go put them in different places and i'm like what are you doing (laughs) and i'm like what who are y'all yeah my mom ever since my nephew was born she has been going overboard with the christmas man and then me and my sister like we were sitting there talking out and we were whispering because we didn't want to tell our parents what we were saying we were like yo where were they when we were kids (laughs) and i was like they're the reason i hate my birthday and christmas where you been all my life (laughs) like they made like they just ruined holidays for us. Like we were talking about, we never believed in Santa Claus. It's a whole bunch of shit, and I'm like, man, they traumatized us for real. And now we gotta look at them as grown ups, where they like playing elves and playing Santa Claus with these kids. Like, man, these niggas got it good. <laughs> yep. It's, and and I know it's uh it's hard to tell your parents about like trauma, even though it seems insignificant, but those are things that actually do carry with you. Mm -hmm. And I've been realizing how toxic Twitter is. Cause like somebody was like, somebody tweeted today. They were like, uh, I can't believe it's grown people out here afraid to tell their parents that they're wrong. And so I retweeted. Yeah. Because it's so easy to tell the people that traumatized you <laughs> that they're wrong. Yeah. I lived in fear of these people Especially my entire life. The people that brought you into this world and promised that they would take you out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why would you ever try them? Those are not the niggas to try. Niggas They've been threatening us our whole lives. And y'all are like, yeah, just go fucking just tell them they fucking wrong. Be like, okay. Shit. I feel like every black child has been fed that line before. And then like niggas get on people get a little bit of money and a little bit of knowledge mm. and then want to flex and be like you didn't have the same like experience. they've been above this shit all right. their lives like you wouldn't say that shit to your mama you came from these same stomping grounds right you understand you just acting stupid yeah it's just like that other lady yesterday who tweeted uh somebody had talked about how people can't manage their money on bi-weekly payments Mm-hmm. Like being paid bi weekly. Mm-hmm. And this girl was like, I can't believe it's grown people on bi week getting paid bi weekly. Most of America gets paid yes. bi weekly. Yes. And that's how it's been for a long ass time. People <laughs> making money and people not making money, a lot of people get paid bi weekly. Yeah. It's not really a whole lot of other options unless you out here selling dope. <laughs> or uh was it uh only fans right like you sexing yourself out you boosting like <laughs> what but like she was she was part of a uh, entrepreneur twitter huh. and then they also digged up the receipts of her asking people on twitter to donate to her to start a business right people forget where they come from so fucking quick for what that's why like internet success is so dangerous because yeah. Once the followers that you get once you have blown up did not they were not they didn't see you before you became right. who you were so you can be a certain person to a certain group of people but you're also another person to other groups of people right but so that means that you basically kind of get to choose who you are and who you present at present yourself as and it's it's almost de- like it's 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 toxic to yourself to not acknowledge that you had to climb. Like I hate when people get to a certain place of su- place of success and they act like it's it's almost like they have amnesia. Like they act like they've just always been right here at the top. Right. And they never had to struggle and you know what I'm saying just always had everything that they needed and was always popping. You can't forget where you came from because number number two, if you forget where you come from, if you ever fall off, how you going to know how to get back on? Right. It's going to be foreign to you because that person is dead because you killed it. You killed that person. You have buried that person. You don't know how to start over successfully because now in your head you feel like that you just always been this bad bitch, but that ain't been the case. Right. <laughs> And some of us remember. <laughs> right. Um, that's why, like, I always say I'm a huge fan of Bomani. It's because I've listened to him for almost a decade. And each height he goes to, he always is like, I can't believe I'm fucking here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, some of y'all niggas remember when I wasn't here and the idea that I would be here is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I root for people like that. People that are like, this is just as crazy to me as it is to y'all. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, because people share that journey with you. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, it still blows my mind that people listen to us. (laughs) Bruh, that shit is wild as fuck to me. Listen and like. Bruh, that shit is wild as, like, that's why when people say they listen and they, like, 
actually like it. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, do you really like it? <laughs> do you understand or do you overstand? I'd be like, oh, it's it's crazy because it's flattering. The idea that somebody takes time out of their day to listen to you mm-hmm. and then consistently listen to you. Mm-hmm. Especially when we be saying some wild ass shit. We get a lot of consistent likes on our posts and consistent views. We definitely have supporters. Another thing is, I can't imagine ever not doing this in some way. Yeah. Especially at the rate that it's just kind of like evolving and growing. Yeah. It'll be sometimes, though, I do be like, man, fuck these. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,. I think we just have to make sure that we have our our breaks when we need to. Yeah. So we don't get burnout and, you know, people don't start getting bored. Yeah. And then also, Juice doesn't have a toxic couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I was going through it. Y'all niggas don't know. Uh, Y'all niggas don't fucking know. Shit, man. Let us tell it. We be going through it all the time, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other thing. Like, I be wondering. I be like, man, I be, like, we be... Like real life shit. Are we always going through it? Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> but I did like that's why I'm glad I had two days off because I was like, if I had recorded on Monday, that shit would have been just dark. Man, <laughs> I ain't had two scheduled consecutive days off in a long ass time. They used to give me two days off in a row, but now they've been spreading them out. It just hit different. Like having two days off is so oof. I got so much shit done. Refreshing. Because you could get your day of rest and then get your shit done the next day. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. But having them split up, it's like more than uh, nine times out of ten, if I have my off day split up, I ain't getting shit done on either day. <laughs> like, That's some real shit, too. you like, it's my off day, though. It's my only off day. Like, yeah. I had... I went and got jerk chicken. I was chilling. Ooh, I ain't had no jerk chicken in a minute. I thought about getting us on today. Damn. But we'll save that for another day. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because, <laughs> like, I was like, can I eat it twice in a row? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. And yes. I was just talking about Jamaican food last night. It's just crazy. It's, 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 it's something. It's just deep in I my know, spirit. It's just different. <laughs> mm. I want to thank God. Yes. <laughs> for jerk yes, chicken. Yes, yes. Like, that's the other thing I was thinking the other day. I was like, only consistent thing in this world is jerk chicken to me. Mm. It's the only stated relationship. It'll like, never let you down. I got this podcast and I got jerk chicken and I got a dog. That's it. I need to learn how to. I need to learn how to do Jamaican food. It's so intimidating. I know it is because there's so many spices, but it's so worth it. Oh, I want to learn how to cook some jollof. Yes. My mama got a rice cooker too, nigga. <laughs> Shit you get excited about when you thirty one rice that, cookers. Yes, you like yo, I saw uh, a, a crock pot on sale the other day. I was like, man, I might buy that shit. Nigga, did you see that chair though? Nigga. Bro oh, I love me some furniture. Yeah. All day. That's why I looked when I got that desk, I was also looking at chairs. I'm like, I'm about to just spin off. Like when we talk about like Buying shoes for a play. I'm about to this bar start buying furniture. It's about to, I'm old, bro. I'm old. I'm washed. We are old. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But going into the new year, I do actually want to start cooking. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, my mom got me some like more pots and pans so I can be an, a functioning adult. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to start doing that. I need to get back to cooking. I really want to learn how to like throw down in the kitchen on some soul food levels. Like I can fry chicken and I can do mac Ooh. and cheese, but... You know, like I still haven't mastered the dressing. When you, it's just certain dishes. You know what I'm saying? Staples in the black community. <laughs> well, you know how to do like the peas and the greens and the dressings and the the gravies. Like that's when you really know how to cook. I right. haven't made it there yet. Like I'm, I'm more of like a pasta girl. That's easy. You can't go wrong with pasta. I love doing like seafood shit. Um, but I want to learn how to like really, you know really do that that soul cooking that big mama cooking (laughs) i feel like everybody needs to know how to do that because sometimes you just need a good like comforting meal and it feels good when you're making the food and then like the result just makes you even happier and then you're eating the result it's so rewarding it's so rewarding like yeah i need to get my game up yeah especially because i don't think i'm gonna be married anytime soon (laughs) I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna speak. Th- I'm gonna speak positive things. Uh, okay, I'll speak positive things. <laughs> I need to learn how to cook so when I find my wife, mm. I can cook for her. There we go. Amen and amen, amen again. Amen. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> say the bougie. Amen. <laughs> I didn't even hook up our soundboard. I, I'm just oh, <laughs> the one where <laughs> they're speaking in tongues. She got it all. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the little boy was saying. Blessings from heaven. <laughs> oh Ooh, shit, bro! That's I, another hotel thing. Is speaking in tongues? I think. Is it? I've seen. I've seen white people speak in tongues. I have too, and it's weird though. It don't hit right. It don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just don't be the same. <laughs> I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Like, did y'all rehearse this? <laughs> Who y'all heard this from? <laughs> it don't sound like it's come from y'all soul. Can you cook me a pot of greens? Like, I'm gonna need to check your uh, tongues with <laughs> <laughs> the tongueologist. Oh shit! I gotta go. Ugh. Time be flying when we be having good sessions. I know. Um. Cause I gotta stop by Kroger and pick some shit up. I did not feel like cooking nothing for this. Normally I make like some food, but I was like, <sighs> Monday just took it out of my spirit. Everything. I feel so emotionally drained. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so I had originally thought about splitting this up into two episodes. I don't think we're gonna be able to do that. So we got a solid hour. Yeah, a little over an hour. You still want to end the season with this episode? Yeah, because next week is Christmas. Damn. Now, next week, I'm, I think I may record another thing. Not next week, but after Star Wars with either my sister or Lex. <laughs> but it won't be considered us. It'll be a just something I'll put out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Damn. So, this so, fucking year. So this is our last one together for the year. So any thoughts? It was a good year. We had a good run this year. Yeah. Uh I can't believe 
That has been a whole nother year. It was 50 something episodes. Damn. 51. Including this one. We did a whole year consecutively. Because we started last year in what, May? Yeah, I think first week of May. So yeah, last year we only had half a year. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Any moments that stand out to you? Oh, yeah, the one where I read the fuck out of my boss at Belk. <laughs> yeah, that, that shit was dope as fuck. Uh, yeah, quitting my job has been such a pivotal moment of this whole year. Mm-hmm. And all of the things that followed and all of the consequences <laughs> <laughs> and the things that I've had to learn and relearn, um, including budgeting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's like my most memorable um all of the Akeem episodes. <laughs> when I talked to Melvin uh, a couple weeks ago, he was like, I feel like I know Akeem. <laughs> he said, I feel like if I walk in the door, I'm like, you that's You can point Akeem. him out. You can point that nigga out. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, All our Nick features, which I miss Nick. Oh, yeah. He has not been on social media. I thought about that earlier today. Yeah. Um, the one with Casey and Nick. Yeah. Uh, Brittany, of course, yes, because that shit is still funny as fuck to me. <laughs> we can see you. <laughs> Usher put his dick on Snapchat, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Uh, from the Casey episode where she was like, "You might be able to move on and uh, cheat with the next bitch, but it ain't gonna be this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, yes, <laughs> that's why she my bitch. <laughs> uh, what other features do we have? Stephanie. 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 Spy uh, guy. Couple times. <laughs> Stephanie. Uh, Nancy Drew and our shit. Yeah. Sheesh. Breaking it down. Sheesh. <laughs> um, my bro. Yeah. Well, yeah somebody yeah, yeah. else. Doug. Yeah. Doug. Uh, who else? I feel like we're missing somebody. Did you already have Lex? No, I tried to get Lex, and I got Spy guy that that time. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, might be. Somebody gonna tell me it. I'm feel bad. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's I mean it's fifty seven episodes. It's a lot. Terrell, anytime. I don't know if we had Terrell on this year though. We didn't have Terrell on this year. We need to have Terrell on again. We do. Um, I listen to maybe over holidays we could just start like pre recording while everybody's home. Yeah. Um, I did uh listen to that that first episode before we started when it was me you and Terrell that shit is wild as fuck yeah cause it was dope to listen because we're still the same on some things but our positions have changed on a lot of stuff yeah that's true and you sound different do I? I think you still had your code switch voice on Mm. cause you sound like different you gotta listen to it okay I might put it on private okay. so you can listen to it. <laughs> I think I might still have some of them in my... It's, it's still in Google Drive because that's how I found it. I have... Yeah, I think I still have it in my voice memos. But, um... So, yeah. Uh, so, shout out to everybody that supports. Uh, people I can think of. Flocka. Shout out to Cody Flocka and Daniel. <laughs> uh, Quentin course Quentin, yeah uh casey uh stephanie uh courtney battle 
Corey battle. Corey battle. Yeah. Always with the tunes. Um, who else? Who else always puts on? Uh, Rose recently posted yes. for us. Yes. That was cool. Shout out. I didn't even know she listened. Um, yeah, just everybody that supports a lot of people. Oh, Markham. Our, uh, Hell yeah. our white hotel. He's Mark. our <laughs> av- avid listener. <laughs> uh, Melvin, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just everybody. Uh, it's been cool. Y'all help uh, help us through tough times. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, all my cousins, Mia, Alton. All mine too, because I know y'all hoes listening. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, yeah, just everybody. It's uh, it's always dope. Uh, thank you, love you, of course. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Travel down the road and back, back again. again. Your, Your heart, heart is true. true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift will be from me. Okay, that's all I got. Attached would say, "Thank you for being a friend." You know that's how we ended last season too. It's just natural; just comes naturally. But thank you. Yeah, shout out to y'all niggas. White, um, white ones and black ones. Yeah. White people, y'all niggas too. Yeah. <laughs> but you just can't say niggas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll figure out next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if y'all in town uh, next week, just hit one of us up. Pull up on the kid. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's it. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>